On this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street... Okay, I'm just naming Disney characters now. <laughs> just to name all the Disney characters. It's as if, like, some sort of nerdy, geeky kind of person was like, hey, I need my own ride. And they're like, this is the one. This is the one. This is the one for you. You're really scared. <laughs> Woo! So keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times. And here we go. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good day. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's been a moment. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't, uh, not very long, actually. We are getting better at, at recording. Our schedule is getting better. Um, mostly because I'm not... I, I'm not teaching right now in class, so then I feel like I can talk more. Yeah, you have more of a voice more of the time. Yeah, yeah, you know. I get it. Well, we were continuing our virtual tour around uh, Walt Disney World parks, which leads us to the last park in Walt Disney World we were going to talk about. And this one we already know is going to be like a multiple party, a multi-parter multiple parter multi yes multi episode it's gonna be many episodes many episodes because it's jenny's home park so she might have a lot more things to talk to us about so i already said I'm possibly like, we, we're talking about what we're gonna talk about and i'm like well we're gonna need to start with this because this is very important really isn't important to anybody besides mostly us that have worked at the parks maybe a few of us. Mm. A lot yeah. of us. I don't know. <laughs> that real the real Disney nerds of us all. Um are like, yes, we gotta start there. So we gotta start with some history of the park today and then move on to our virtual tour so we can understand this park. I think it's the most misunderstood part park in Disney World, I would wanna say. I mean, sure. <laughs> She's the expert. What I will say about Epcot is in our last episode, we ended off saying that it was um, my children's favorite um, Disney World park. And so I asked them after if it was still their favorite Disney World park. And they both said yes. So there you have it. Uh, still rings true. <laughs> still the same. They can't wait to go back. Emma wants to go back because she loves World Showcase. Uh, Aiden wants to go back because he also loves World Showcase. Um, and they also, well, and he also loves some of the other rides like Mission Space. So, you know, between all of those things, this is still their favorite park. <laughs> and I love to hear that World Showcase is high on their list because... It, I feel like it is the most underrated part. Sometimes the most underrated park um, because people miss the mark of what it what it's supposed to be. I think the message of the park has been lost um, over the years mm -hmm. a little bit. So I think I think it is also the most like evolutionary park. It's the most one that's gone through the most changes and still going through changes since right concept to now is changing again and again and again and again and again yeah 
So I don't I think it's ever ever an evolution of a park. So I think that's why people miss out on some of it. So I just wanted to start with a little bit of history of Epcot, yeah. starting with the name Epcot, because it's not a normal <laughs> name like Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. It is not as um known of what the heck Epcot means. So I'm gonna start with that. So the word Epcot is actually actually an acronym for experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So the idea of Epcot was Waltz and that it was going to be a community of tomorrow. When he first thought of it, it was going to include houses and working environments and um, a whole like community growing, living, working together in a new way. So yeah, just as a community. So it was different than what the theme park is today, but that's <laughs> what he, he saw it was the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. And it just got affectionately titled Epcot. So this was kind of like Walt's pet project. So he was, he was a visionary behind Epcot way back in the the 60s so in the 1960s he came up with this idea and then they started building things and then walt passed away and it kind of again evolved into a park so it evolved from the community where there'd be monorails and people movers which i still think would be awesome to have like yeah a planned city that had monorails and people movers in it where you wouldn't yeah. have to drive a car if you didn't need to. Um, if you I want, agree for that. <laughs> if you want to go dig deeper into what those plans would be, I know there are lots of things on the website, uh, the website on the internet websites on the internet that can show you lots of information about what those plans looked like. Um, and they looked pretty intense. Like there were multiple floors. So like the, you could have a car, but you would be on, like on the lowest floor where the, like the public transportation would be on a higher floor because it like more. And then your houses would be like, then there'd be like work and then houses. And so it would work out of like a, a high level type thing. It's kind of neat. Um, I kind of wish that when Disney continually builds all of these new like communities, um, if you don't remember that they are building communities, you can go back a few episodes and I don't remember how many episodes, but go back and listen to our Disney news where we talk about them. Um, but I kind of wish that they would sort of be along this theme where they like, you know, I mean, I understand like they want actually want people to live there. So maybe people not needing to drive or something would be like an impossibility or something, but um, like a, a community, like where you like, have like a community garden where you like grow your own vegetables and stuff and like make it sustainable so that you're like all kind of supporting each other. I guess like a commune, I know someone's going to say that I'm just going to put it right out there right now, but not, not like that. Um, like more, like more cooler. I don't know what, to, I don't know how to say that, but 
Uh, but yes, like people movers, having people movers, like maybe, maybe you could go park your car at your house and then like take the monorail around the community wherever you needed to go or something. So anyways, that would be really cool if they did that. You're welcome. Disney Imagineers. You're welcome. (laughs) It would be really cool. It's like, not like it's not even a Disney Imagineer option to begin with. Like Disney thought of this first, but then I think that they should do this again. So there, thank you, Imagineers, for me giving back your idea. That's right. Uh, this is how you can do it again, um, or you anyway. should be able to. Yeah, or you can exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, when this concept kind of evolved from Epcot, it's taken on more of a. It, the park is, was kind of split up into two sections when they the concept kept evolving for the park. So you have the front end section, which was called Future World, which mo- was more futuristic, thinking forward of the future with different uh, pavilions or buildings that that signify different thing things. Usually, that's a great descriptor word, but signifying different connections or technology in in such a way that they had these different kind of like pavilions pavilions with attractions so Mm -hmm. when i think about it future world is kind of like the future world of an expo uh some sort of world's fair type feeling but like a future world type thing so that's what i always think of when i think of xbot x epcot xbot i'm making (laughs) I'm making a new park, Expo and Epcot together. It's going to be Expot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, though, like a World Fair, right? Like when we went to Expo 86. So I get why. I get why you're thinking that. I was going to say, since Walt at the time was big into World Fairs with the uh, producing different attractions for them, I can see how... Th- this kind of can fit with that theme in his brain, mm-hmm. but that's not what he thought it was. So I think how it's how it evolved because he passed away, and the concept had to be brought about, kind of in his memory in a new way because he wasn't there to lead the, the Imagineers anymore. It came to uh, be what it was. So we have that future yeah. world, and then in the back, in the back part of the park, the far side of the park, the back of the park, we have World Showcase, which we mentioned before, which has uh, different pavilions of different countries from around the world. So that again, how that yeah. fits in with a World's Fair type of feel. Yeah, totally. They just had one in Dubai. I don't pre or post pandemic. They're I was going to say pre, pre. I don't remember somewhere in the pandemic they were doing one because I wanted to know if they did them anymore. They still do, but they're very few and far between. And they just had one in Dubai, which would be it's an expensive country to go visit. So I don't know how popular they are. Is that when yeah. they were first conceived back in the day? Yeah, totally. Also, with the invitation of the internet, we don't need to learn as much about other places like we did when they were a thing right so that's true we can just go on the internet but i still think it's cool to to go and see all of the and that's probably why i also enjoy epcot a lot is because you get to go and actually experience different cultures and 
now that they have the cultural representatives coming back, you actually get to experience different cultures with people from those actual countries. So that in itself is something that maybe you would never get to do because there's some countries you'll just never get to visit. Right. So uh, the opportunity to just go to one place, experience some of that culture and do it all in one park is a really cool thing. So, yes, it is. I'm very, I'm like, it's very cool. If you ask me, but I'm just, I'm biased. I am always (laughs) so, Super biased. Um, so when it opened, uh, Epcot opened in 1982 on October 1st, which means it always has a lovely anniversary, big milestone birthdays, just like Magic Kingdom. So we said Ep- Disney World's turning 50 today. 50 today. Exactly today. No, Disney World turned 50 this year in 2022. Epcot also celebrates a birthday as well um, because they opened in 1982. So Epcot is uh, celebrating a big birthday this year. uh, Their 40th birthday in October. Uh, It doesn't get the hoopla as, you know, a 50th birthday or anything. But whatever. It's still been around for quite a few years it's only 10 years mm-hmm. younger than magic kingdom so yeah um the other thing i like to point out when um, epcot was conceived and built and done all the wonderful things that it was in the past epcot had no uh, character influences from walt disney cartoons so when they conceived of it you which you should there's no IP, as everybody says, intellectual property of Disney that was the classic Disney characters. So Mickey, Goofy, uh, Minnie Mouse, etc. was um, not conceived to be at Epcot when Epcot was created. Right. And it was like a standalone, not supposed to be associated with Disney, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy... Minnie Mouse, Daisy. <laughs> okay, I'm just naming Disney characters now. Just to name all the Disney characters. <laughs> so I like to point this out because this uh, this is one of our favorite Epcot fun facts for us uh, cast members. This means that the Imagineers weren't always happy with this uh, thought process. So they did a little fun thing and... Uh, put some designs within the World Showcase pavilions of three circles that look like a Mickey Mouse head and hid them in different things. So this is where the concept of hidden Mickeys were born. So uh, thank you to those rebellious Imagineers that added those sneaky little Mickeys in there that now have changed the world where we think about hidden Mickeys throughout all of disneyland at disney world but this is where they all regarded and there was originally a few and now it's just become a great abundance of hidden mickeys but that is why they wanted to rebel a little bit and that's the history of hidden mickeys hidden mickeys are really fun to find so i'm glad that they created them because they make uh disney trips more fun so thanks Thanks, Epcot Imagineer Rebels. We see you, and we appreciate you. We see you. 
so I think that's all my kind of big history. As I said, it is the the land and the pavilions and everything else is just kind of keeps changing. And so I'm sure that I'll mention some stuff as we continue around the park because there's definitely some pavilions and stuff that have definitely changed in the last even two years then since 19 there's been a lot of changes in the park since 1982 yeah i do feel like they're getting back to some of those original concept there are more disney characters now in the park than ever which is okay i get it we like disney characters but I, I mean they're the thing that sells so i get why like i get the why yeah we'll get it but but we'll save that to another day i'm looking at you norway um but we'll continue on from here <laughs> you don't want to mention any names norway norway uh <laughs> so we'll just talk about so when you come up to magic magic kingdom i'm just gonna call it magic kingdom when you come up to the main entrance at epcot um it is a beautiful main entrance um you could uh arrive by epcot by multiple different ways i think it's the one of the only parks that you can get to it by all modes of uh transportation so you can take the monorail you can take a boat you can take the skyline and you can take a bus so you can do it by plane train and automobile almost the fun thing to do on the monorail though is because when you take the monorail into epcot you actually go into the park and around um spaceship earth which we'll talk about in a second and then arrive so you actually get a little sneak a peek before you even get off the monorail so yeah riding the monorail <laughs> around in epcot is pretty it's pretty cool yeah really cool yeah, so you go in the main entrance in the main gates there. You come up to a plaza entrance that it has the new Epcot song and the old logo, which is kind of cool because they've gone through many logos with Epcot. They've kind of brought back the old Epcot logo and a fountain. And the first thing you come upon, it, you will see, is a big, giant golf ball. Right? Yep. That's what it is. A big giant golf ball. Get out your clubs. Just kidding, guys. Don't try to hit it. Okay. Please don't you, try to hit it. You can. Well, I can't, you can if you want to try. And I guess the, it is the centerpiece of Epcot. I think it's the most iconic thing about Epcot, for sure. Yeah, and even is. Disney World. I mean, yes, the castle. Oh, the castle. But if you mention Disney World, like, I feel like a couple things pop into your head. Sure, you'll, like, the castle will pop into your head. But then I also think you also think of the golf ball. The giant, <laughs> the giant golf ball at Epcot. And you're like, <laughs> oh, that's Disney World. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty iconic, I feel. It's so iconic that there is a theme park in Europe that has replicated it in their own theme park. Um, because it is an iconic structure, the geodesic dome of Epcot. So they have completely two different attractions inside of them, but you know, they, they copied it. (laughs) (laughs) They copied it because they wanted to be like them. Um, I will be completely honest. When we first went to Epcot, Jenny didn't really tell us anything about 
stuff, which is totally fine. Um, I'd rather, I, I think you know this by now, we'd rather just be surprised. Um, but it, when I look at Spaceship Earth, which is what, that's what the giant golf club is, it, golf ball is. It's a, it's, it's actually an attraction called Spaceship Earth. When I look at it the first time, I was like, that would be the perfect shape for space mountain to be in like <laughs> that's what i keep thinking every time so i'm like it's a globe and it's like hollow on the inside and we all know that space mountain goes you know around up and down so every time i see it in my brain i'm like why didn't they put space mountain in that um so that's just my own little <laughs> that's my own little quirk i guess that i had the first time it's like <laughs> Well, if you want to ride a roller coaster inside the geometric node, you can now go to Europe and to Germany, visit uh, Europa Park, and Europa Park has a roller coaster in there, a, bl- a dark ride roller coaster in their geometric yeah. node. So there that it will just makes fit sense. in with that with your brain. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to put one in there, but that is not what is in this. So if, you, if you're thinking that that's what you're going to get on... You you will be surprised. Um, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's not a roller coaster. It's actually my favorite ride at Disney World. Um, other than, of course, like there's, I have a lot of favorites, but um, Pirates, obviously. But this one, but Pirates is shorter in Disney World. We've talked about this. So it's not my favorite Pirates, but it's still a good ride. Um, but this is my favorite ride for sure in Epcot. But I haven't ridden Guardians yet, so that could change. Um, Or Ratatouille, which I think is probably really good, too. Uh, But this is a ride. I'm not going to tell you very much about it. It's not scary at all. (laughs) So it is a it's a great ride. You should ride it if you want to rest your feet. There's no like drops. It doesn't move fast. (laughs) Okay, so. Think about this. Amanda's favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean, which again, it has a couple drops, but that's about it, right? This is the same kind of feel if you're thinking about a ride. Like it's a slow meander um, and it's all about the history of the written word and language. So um, I'm an English major. That's what my first degree is. So this ride speaks to me so so like deep in my core um so yes we wrote it several times just because it was my favorite but it is voiced by jane a dame judy dench so that also made it really um worthwhile so if you're (laughs) i could go on um but if you are a lover of history and of language this is the ride for you i can't tell you enough go go to epcot ride this ride several times because it's all not only fun also educational (laughs) and that's all (laughs) i'm so excited i want to go ride it right now Oh man, it's like the best ride. It was such a good surprise. I had no idea. And I get on it and I was like, and Jenny was like, oh, you're going to love this ride. And I was like, well, and then I was like, we have to go on that ride again. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's as if like some sort of nerdy, geeky kind of person was like, hey, I need my own ride. And they're like, this is the, one. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> this is the one for you. That's <laughs> They're like some some person, some imagineer was like, I love history <laughs> and learning. 
And so they were like, this, I need to make a ride about this. Um, so anyways, that's just, that's all I got. Ride it. It's not scary. And your kids will learn something. Oh. And you get to do a fun interactive thing at the end, which I won't tell you what it is, but it is kind of fun. So. Okay, I know that's all. <laughs> I know multiple people out there who have talked to who's got Depcot who missed doing Spaceship Earth because they didn't know A, it was an attraction, or B, what it was going to be like inside it. So it is a slow moving dark ride. There's animatronics. There is a hidden Mickey. Yes. That's what I mean. If you think, think of pirates, but then just throw in history and language. <laughs> It might look, uh, the other thing that might look scary to people is that it might have a long lineup because it is the first attraction you see when you walk into the park. So right. if it's in morning and you just have to get in line and do it, because I just kind of forced my family to get in line and do it without telling them what they were doing. I did yeah. that a lot on stuff. Um, <laughs> That's good. Don't explain them. I just like, here, we're doing this. We're going on this. We're doing this yeah. at Disney World. Um it moves really fast. The line does not mm-hmm. like as soon as you get in line, it's not like it stops moving. It is a continuous loading ride. So, and someone's yeah. getting off, someone's getting on. So the line is continuously lo- moving. So don't worry about the lineup if you see a big line lineup, or go do something else, come back five minutes, and it's gone. So yeah, it's not like you're yeah, going to be waiting it hours for this no. ride. No, exactly. But I know my sister would wait hours for this ride. Listen, I lo- <laughs> I love this ride so much. It's almost sad how much I love this ride. That's like nothing. Like there's no there's no thrills except for the thrill of of learning, guys. Learning. There's no thrills to this ride. <laughs> the, the learning that happens is so amazing, though. That's the thrill. <laughs> Epcot was made for my sister. If if we could go back when Epcot opened in the eighties, and my sister could go, there's there are some some rides that are missing that used to be there that she would have died for. I'm just telling you, she would be like, you'd be crying right now because there are some of the favorite her favorite rides would be closed. People out there who have gone multiple years younger than us manda are like going you would have loved this one and this one i know you can comment direct message amanda and us and tell us what (laughs) rides she missed out on if you can find a youtube if you can find a youtube video of those attractions she would like it's her life (laughs) it would be so good i just i want to learn things i love learning um so yeah (laughs) this ride was um it's the least scary ride well i mean there's also the boat ride through the garden um that we'll talk about in a bit but it's one of the least scary rides ever i feel (laughs) epcot or what they call now future world celebration has very few scary rides in it on yes, the right hand true. side of the park the left hand side of the park that's a little bit different but the right hand side yeah. of the park they are the tamest rides you're gonna ride that's <laughs> true it's that is funny how that happened it's not funny uh, how that all happened the scary, 
<laughs> all the scary rides are on one side. Yeah. Uh, all the non-scary are on the other. <laughs> so we're going to continue our our visual trip. So we just got off uh, Amanda's favorite ride, uh, which is the Spaceship Earth. She can go on it again, but we're going to continue on. <laughs> we're going to head to the right. So uh, heading towards now what they call now uh, World nature i might not call it world nature i might mess up and call it the different pavilion names because that's what sticks in my head and um, the first world nature building we're going to head towards um would be used to be known as the seas which is um about it's, uh it still has sea life in it mm-hmm. <laughs> um the, the Seas with Finding Nemo and Friends attraction is the biggest one there. So the first thing you're going to get in there is is you're going you're going to get on that ride. You're going to get in line, head towards this building, go, what the heck is this building? And you're going to get in line for the Seas with Finding Nemo because that's the best way to enter this uh, the Seas building. And that is a Finding Nemo ride that will take you around. And with your favorite Disney characters. Like Dory. Pixar, Disney, Dory, and everywhere else. <laughs> um, this is a big... Uh, also in here, there's the turtle talk with Crush. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. That's really fun. It's really fun. You have the option at Disney... At California Adventure, we talked about it when we were talking about California. And it is also here as an option in the seas. This is where I did it the first time, was the seas. Um, that's why I made my family do it the second time at Disneyland, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so much fun the first time. Um, yeah. And then there's... And then within this building as well, it is a huge aquarium. So there's lots of fish, sharks... It's really cool. Whales. Like, so cool. Like an aquarium in a Disney park. I mean, I like aquariums anyways. But, like, yeah. You get to see a whole bunch of sea life. And it's amazing. So, it's calming. Huh. And I love it. <laughs> Especially when you're in Disneyland. Or, like, Disney. Not at Disneyland. When you're in a Disney park. There's a lot of, like, busyness and chaos. But the aquarium is, like, the so watching the sea life and stuff is just so calming and also we're in florida and we're from canada so you get to see more sea life than you would even in some of our aquariums up here because we are again we're in the northern part of the world (laughs) and florida is closer to the south so they get a little bit more interesting sea life than we have up here so definitely was really fun i i it's a highlight for me for sure um, there is one a great restaurant in the Seas Pavilion, which is called the Coral Reef, which is a restaurant that literally you sit right beside the aquarium and can watch fish all day. So it's a great restaurant. It also has a lot of op- availability. So um, if aquariums and fish are your thing, Coral Reef is a great place to eat if you're looking for a sit-down restaurant. Um, coming out of the seas, then connects kind of these pathways along in Epcot in this area are just really big and spacious. I just like to point that out. Like they're big, spacious, mm-hmm. lots of vast 
space. Mm. Mm, yes. Um, there is... It's not on any map. There is an, an area opening around in this area on the kind of left-hand side here uh, for Moana that is coming soon. I don't know if they have an opening date yet for it. I can't remember. Uh, but uh, like a Moana water walk in this area. Oh, cool. Which is... I think it's going to be really neat. It's kind of a walkthrough yeah. attraction rather than a... <sighs> a ride attraction which is coming um this year so we'll see how that turns out and is going to be the next big uh pavilion or building we're going to see at the right is the lands what what, what i call the land building <laughs> or <laughs> is that what it's really don't. called it's not or no okay they don't have a land they don't have a title for it but that is what you called it i remember because you're like we gotta go yeah. to the lands and i was like okay let's go to the lands the lands okay before she gets into this um i will say the lands has a really great food court this is what i remember because you could get uh food from all different places and i had some sort of asian bowl and it was delicious um and my kids had something else because they are not they probably had chicken and fries or something <laughs> guess that's or macaroni and cheese because they were kids um but yeah that was uh anyways that's my that's my one of my biggest memories because it was just a really cool place the kids loved it there's like balloons hanging from the ceiling and um yeah it was lovely anyways there <laughs> eat there eat there okay <laughs> so when you, when you go up to the land building it is a big building again it it is like the seas in which you have no idea what's in this building. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it the land building. They don't call it the land building anymore. Um, it does have a big sign out front for the one main attraction that's in this building, which is Soren, which is will be right. in this building as well. Yeah. So it doesn't look like it is. It takes a minute to find it, but I like the exploring aspect of this building too for people that don't know where you're going. Um, yeah when you do walk up you kind of walk up a hill into the building so you actually walk up and you enter into like the top floor of the building and everything else that we're talking about is kind of is below you so you there's like this wide open atrium and then mm -hmm. that's where you see the balloons and the clouds and the sun and the raindrops and the rainbows and all the fun things that are kind of like mobiles hanging in the middle middle of this building at the very bottom floor is where uh, Amanda was just talking about the food court is there so there's that option and also that's where you get on Soren so you'll have to take a couple of escalators or an elevator down to the bottom floor to uh, eat at the lovely uh, cafe, the lovely food court there the lands as we call it I food court is it <laughs> that's just its court? name its name is the lands they call it the sun it's sunshine seasons Thank you. It's sunshine seasons. Sunshine okay. season. Sunshine seasons. Sunshine seasons. <laughs> we just uh, call sunshine... it the lands. Okay. I just call it the lands. <laughs> Everybody out there is like, yeah, it's just the land. What are you talking about? Sunshine season. Yeah, sunshine seasons. <laughs> um, as I said, they have multiple. It's not just fast food, and no, not not run the mill hot dogs mm -mm. and stuff. There's more options. Yeah, so it's a great place to grab lunch. There is also another restaurant in here, which is the Garden Grill, 
It is Chippendale's Harvest Fest and Garden Grill restaurant. That is also another great restaurant. It is Chippendale character dining. So that's kind of fun. And it is a a revolving restaurant. So that's kind of neat. Yes. About that one. If that's your thing. I never ate there. It kind of wasn't my thing. And that's on the second level of the pavilion. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the other attraction in this pavilion that Amanda hinted at before, which is living with the lands. This is why I call it the lands. <laughs> it's living <laughs> with the land, which is a boat ride of gardens and and gardens yeah. of vegetables, <laughs> plants. plants, things that they things that they grow and then they eat. Okay, so they grow it. They send it to wherever and we eat it in all the restaurants and stuff so that's what i thought was really cool it's also really peaceful again not a scary ride it's a boat ride uh, with someone telling you all of the different plants it is a very slow paced boat ride i know there was some news a while ago someone trying to get off the boat ride and the, the living in the lands boat ride don't do that they were trying to get off like they just decided to take it upon themselves to ah, get I need to get up. Maybe they wanted something odd that was growing. That's probably maybe what they what wanted some tomatoes. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, tomatoes!" I always bring up the tomatoes because they're also they grow them upside down, which is funny. Right? So I always bring up <laughs> yeah. the tomatoes. It's the tomatoes. They want those tomatoes. Um, yeah so everything growing and living in the land it's actually what they serve in garden grill and sunshine seasons Mm -hmm. so all the fruit and vegetables doesn't go to waste they get cleaned processed and you go into that delicious asian stir fry my sister had at sunshine seasons Mm -hmm. it was so good (laughs) she's like "Mm, i'm dreaming about it now let's just go (laughs) we go to first spaceship earth and then we'll go get some asian stir fry it's sunshine seasons. That's right. Got it. Got our day planned, guys. You got it. Um, so that's an option there in Living in the Land. And then I said on the bottom floor is where Sunshine Season is. And I said Soren is here. So. Yes. Everybody's favorite ride. Soren. I it's good. I Over mean the it's world. the same. <laughs> it's Soren. If you like Soren in California, you'll like it here. It's the same. So it's the same. Yeah. So we've talked about it. It's the same ride. They've made it bigger. You have more, more theaters because it's a flying theater ride. There's more theaters now at Disney World. They made it bigger, which it cuts down on the wait time. So that's good news. Because it sometimes had a huge, the longest wait. The longest wait. (laughs) Also, I'd rather and the worst queue line. I know everybody knows Soren had the worst queue line. Yeah, but Soren, it's there. Ride it, enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. Um, And that ends. That ends our talking about the land. Yeah, that was the land. That was the land. <laughs> what I call the land, which is just the building now. With living yeah, in the land and sword. You might just call it the sword building, but whatever. Um, the next kind of pavilion, and when we keep walking this way that we get to. Is one of my favorite characters. Yes. In it. Um, I Again, this is in what they call world celebration. We're, we've now... Uh, 
we will have now left world of nature. Now we're back in world of celebration. Woo! And in world of celebration, they have my favorite ride in this part of Epcot. I'm going to say it. It's yes. my favorite. Anybody knows me, it's my favorite. Um, this would be this used this would be called the Imaginations Building. Not anymore. But that's what it used to be. It used to be Imaginations. Um, this is the journey into imagination with Figment. Figment is a character and he's not part of your imagination. He's, he's not, not a figment a- of your imagination. Ah, thank you. I was gonna say it. You said it first. <laughs> Some might say it's not a figment of your imagination. A figment is a Disney cartoon-ish character created specifically for Epcot and this attraction. He's a purple dinosaur with wings. Oh, he's really cute. He's and he leads you on a journey into imagination. Yes. <laughs> this ride has gone through multiple different reimaginings, reimaginings over the years. Um, this last version of Figment is, I think, the best we're ever going to get back to the original. Everybody says the original is awesome. Um, if you want to Google the original uh, imagination uh, Figment ride and look at the video the original not the new one um it's amazing and i wish i could have wrote it and i never did but i will i will live up to this figment ride so again this is a very slow moving non-exciting non-adrenaline pumping attraction it is a slow-paced dark ride with figment but it's so good. You need to go on it because it's really cute. And also Figment. Hello. He's so cute. <laughs> and always Figment. Uh, not also. And always and then Figment. You can, and then you can go to the gift store and buy a Figment for your own self. Or multiple Figments for yourself. Or or many. Or many. There's You can never have too many. I don't have one, actually. I didn't buy one last time. Maybe next time. <laughs> I'll add it to my collection of stuffed animals. Uh, I I do have a figment. I have. Yes, you do. You one probably have more figment. than one. <laughs> do you no, have more I than one? one. I only have one figment. I have figment <laughs> ears though, and I have my figment hoodie. So oh yeah, right. I can, I can just you can be dress figment. like figment. Yeah, exactly. You are Any figment. Time I want. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I have much affection for Figment. It's kind of, as I said, it's kind of my favorite ride in this section of the park. No. I will, again, ride it multiple times. And now I just have the song in my head. (laughs) Which we can't sing due to licensing, so you'll have to look up the Figment song. (laughs) And I'm bopping my head to it for all of you that know the tune. So, yes, Journey to Imagination. Highly yeah, recommend really it. Yeah. It's in tri it's what looks like triangle. It's in a what looks like triangles? Pyramids. 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 Yeah. A pyramid buildings. And the last building on the side has a Disney and Pixar short film festival movie building. So it has some a yeah. 4D cinnamon attraction with some shorts from Pixar and Disney. 
Tough I mean, wanna. it's Pixar and Disney. So if you need a place to go hang out and watch some Pixar. And Disney. Go for it. Do it. Do it. I don't it, is a, it is a great <laughs> napping attraction. You need air break, some good air conditioning, and some relaxation. Right. Rest those yeah. feet. Not that any of these other ones couldn't sleep on them as well. But <laughs> Don't sleep on Spaceship Earth, though, because you'll miss out on the learning that's going to take place. <laughs> Guys. Oh, man. Um, I think we're going to stop here. This is what Jenny and I said. We said we we're going to have to do multiple episodes. We're going to stop here. Um, at We've done like a quarter of the park. Mm yeah that's probably that's probably about right you've done like five things really six (laughs) Uh, but this is what happens because there's a lot in there is a lot in epcot like it's very since it's so it's almost like two parks in one in my brain sometimes because you have like the first part that we're just talking about right now and then we have like the world showcase which is like its own extravaganza of culture um so so it will take us a while to get through so we'll pick it up next time we'll talk about the other um the world of discovery is what it is now on the other side um with some of the most more scary rides so stay tuned for that next episode you'll be scared (laughs) (laughs) um but we're gonna do some disney news do 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 Disney news. Disney news. We're just talking about in California, California Adventure. They're taking a show break for Frozen in the Fantasyland Theater. Fantasyland Theater. Yeah, it's in the Fantasyland Theater, and they're bringing in Lion King to uh, California. So we were talking about Lion King last episode. We thought we'd bring it back mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> We don't get much Lion King on the West Coast, so now you can get some Lion King entertainment on the West Coast, the Fantasyland Theater in yeah Disneyland. So yeah, enjoy it. Go see it. Go see it. Um, other Disney news? Not, I'm like, there's not much uh, Marvel news. There's the new Doctor Strange. All of a sudden, I was going to say Doctor Strange Love, and then I'm like, that's not right. That is not right. <laughs> That's not the right thing, no. No. Doctor Strange um, out. I haven't watched the first Doctor Strange movie yet. Okay, that's Shaky. that's all I have to say. I'm gonna watch it. It's on my list. I just haven't, so I should get on that. Okay. Just shaking my head in disappointment over here at this end of the world. I know, I know. I can't believe I haven't either, because it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it, and I think he's a great actor. So you think that I would have watched it by now? But anyways, it I have to watch it to catch up. So, so yes, that is uh, out as well. I think that's our big Disney news of the day. Mm-hmm. I I keep hearing great things about the next about the attraction on the next episode that we're going to talk about so yeah I'm not going to mention it we you, you've heard us talk about it but yeah. we'll have to wait and see yeah but i guess it's all our disney news it's not it's been a quiet disney moment yeah it has 
Um, so thanks for joining us on our first episode about Epcot or the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Uh, we will return next time and continue talking about uh, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow uh, for our next episode. Um, until then, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we always post there when we post our new episode you can also follow us anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to us on any of those places um and you'll never miss never miss an episode that way either and if you grew up going to epcot and there was more rides like spaceship earth that i need to check out on youtube send me a link i'll go watch it and cry that it doesn't exist anymore and then i will have a geeks unite and we'll make our own theme park okay <laughs> theme park creation 101 Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh man yes well thank you for listening so please gather up your personal belongings including your stuffed figments and please exit to the right and have a magical day